And I title this the 2016 presidential elections postmortem. Postmortem. Now, you, you must understand that the whole world was watching us. Every news station, my hotel in England did not have CNN or Fox News, no American station. Okay? But every TV station all over Europe leading up to the election was election, election, election. Uh, we were in transit in uh, Abu Dhabi, walking to the lounge in, in the Arabic. The only thing you saw was Trump, Hillary. The whole world was watching. Hear this. So I was on aircraft now from Bangkok to Kathmandu in Nepal. Our last segment to get there. My wife and I were sitting on the plane. 30 minutes to London. This flat attendant whom I've never seen in my life, who I don't know, ran to me on the aircraft. I said, what does this guy want? I mean, the way he was running. <laughs> he said, uh, 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 Trump, 244, uh, Clinton, 215. So at first, I'm, what, what is he saying? So, so I calmed him down. I said, what, what are you saying? He said, Trump, 244, 244, election. Trump, 244, uh, Hillary, uh, 215. I said, what? <laughs> I yelled on the aircraft. So I asked him, I said, I said, I said, I said, so I said to myself, I said to my wife, I said, I'm sure Florida is not in yet. <laughs> no, really, because, because he, he just told me those electoral crimes with no more information. And he quickly said to me, they have no details. So me and her, we are scratching our head. Okay, which, I said, okay, no, this one, I said California must be out. <laughs> because I know that's 55 points. So by the time the plane now landed, he had gotten more information. So as we were alighting from the aircraft, he whispered to my wife, Trump has won. <laughs> and my wife said it to me, I don't want to repeat what I said. <laughs> wow. What an election. Now, I'm saying that to just give you context. Now, what I want to address this morning has nothing to do with either with, with the personalities or the actual candidates. Thank you. The election is over. Amen. I do not want to go back to re-prosecute the election. There's no wisdom in that. However, I'm speaking about it because I understand we were invested heavily, sentimentally in one group or the other. And I want to acknowledge that for those of us whose candidate did not win, I understand the pain, I understand the shock, I understand the disappointment, 
Yes, you should be pained. Yes, you should be disappointed. Absolutely. When your candidate loses, of course, you're not happy. When the Falcons lose a football game, you don't want to be around me. I'm not the only one. My wife don't want to be around me when the Falcons lose. It takes me a few days to get over it. I'm saying that so you can understand. I get it. And I understand how we feel when our candidate loses an election or a game or whatever the situation is. I get that. I get that. One thing I don't want us to forget. God was not surprised. Yes. And my appeal to us as children of God for which we've been addressing over these past few weeks about issue of identity. My prayer, my, my, my pleading is that after all that is said and done, we must never allow her humanity to obscure or to trump your identity. Amen. That will be a travesty. It will mean that the work that Jesus came to do in our lives, either you have not received it or something is lacking. Because whether Trump wins or Hillary wins, your expectation flawed. If I may add an adjective, big time. Hello, did you hear me? Now to the message this morning. To the message this morning. We have to be, you see, you, you, you cannot, you should not, you should avoid trying to understand God in a vacuum. I said to you two weeks ago, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And therefore, anytime you are trying to locate the mind of God, be careful not to isolate God to your situation. Let me begin to break it down. Let me give you certain world events that should help you understand that what God is doing here is not different from what he's doing in some other places. Number one, many of you are familiar with what just happened in the United Kingdom. The Brexit vote, where the Europeans, no, not the Europeans, the English people were trying to make a determination whether they should remain in the EU or leave. They argue back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and finally they say, you know what? Now, this this is the amazing thing. Greg, this is the medicine. Prime Minister David Cameron did not need to ask the people. 
Sammy, it was not a requirement. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. They argued and debated it. He could have just stood and said, we joined the EU, this is it, we continue. But he was so confident of their position to remain part of the EU. He said, you know what? I am so doggone confident. Throw it to a referendum. Let the people choose and you'll come back and tell me, I told you so. So that's what happened. Watch this. I was just in England. Last Sunday I was there and they were talking to me about this. Up to the night preceding the election, those who wanted to remain, the polls indicated they were four to five points ahead. So English people went to bed believing God helped the pollsters that the vote to remain will win convincingly. And they woke up with money. What happened? They lost. And now, watch this, watch this. Right now, as we speak, they don't know what that means. Because the people who advocated to leave had no plan when they're living. And they still don't have a plan. But the vote has been cast. They've made a choice. They are going to leave, but they don't know where they're going. World event. Number two, world event. This is amazing for me. Exactly a month ago, October the 2nd, 2016, the Colombia peace deal with the robust factor called FARC, F-A-R-C, was defeated in a referendum that left the nation in shock. Okay, for those of you who don't follow world events, let me break that down for you. For the last 52 years, this rebel faction called FARC, F-A-R-C, for 52 years have fought the Colombian government until there is no family in Colombia that has not been affected. Kidnap, assassination, murders, all over Colombia for 52 years. So the government engaged into a negotiation with them. They reached an agreement for ceasefire and they said we're going to put our hatchets down. No more fighting. No more guerrilla warfare. From, this here, from here on, let's have peace. They signed the deal but it was to be ratified by the people. The polls indicated that that Ratification will pass by over 60% of the people. Like Brexit. They went to bed at night. Sure, guaranteed that from tomorrow, finally there's peace in Colombia. 
And to their shock, they woke up in the morning and the people voted it down by 50.7% versus 49.2. Some ridiculous number like that. And so they're back to square one. Can you imagine that? This is a nation where people had been affected. Every family knew somebody. They reached a deal. We thought this is it. We get a deal. And yet the people want to vote. And it didn't happen. One of the reasons given was because of the low voter turnout. Number one. And number two, what was on the table on this matter was the issue of judgment versus peace. The government agreed that they would give those rebels, what do you call it? Uh, amnesty, uh, immunity from prosecution. Which is their way to peace. But the opposition said, what? Immunity? I've lost my father, my brother, my sister. No. Hang them! So the problem was, where is the middle road between judgment and peace? The people voted for judgment, so they have no peace. This just happened when? October. October this year. Now, I'm giving you this context so you can understand that God does not operate in a vacuum. We'll come and I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. Give me the next one. Habakkuk. Chapter 2. No, chapter 1. Habakkuk 1.5. Thank you. Look at what it says. Look at the nations and watch. And be what? No, 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 no. He, he didn't say that. Say, what, let's read it again. Look at the nations and watch. And what? Go and ask all the pollsters. All of them should be fired. They should all be looking for a job as a waiter. The ones in Brexit in England, the ones, in fact, four leading posters in Colombia, four of them in Colombia, four leading posters said there is no way that referendum will not pass. You see, what, what annoys me with the media and the reason for which I'm praying that God will raise up men and women filled with the Holy Spirit and integrity is that we should take over the mountain of media. Those guys are nothing but what? Liars! How can they tell Brexit that Cameron will win? With four or five points ahead and he woke up the next morning, it's lost. And notice this. They're not just missing it this year. Last election cycle, they missed it. And the annoyance for me personally, this is not just say God now. Let, let me distinguish that. My personal annoyance, the same set of people who missed it four years ago, they bring it up again next year. They say, sir, what do you say? He will tell his lie again. You, what do you say? Another lie. Yeah. I we are paying them when they are lying to us. Look at the nations and watch. And be ordered. What's happened to us right now? We are amazed. For I'm going to do something in your days that you would not believe, even if you were told. 
some of us were told and we did not what Sammy? Believe. Because when we look at the facts, you see, we are judging the situation by the facts. What we can see, what we can hear. And God said, I'm beyond your eyesight. Absolutely. So even when people tell us, we will not believe it. We say, you are, get out of my side. It will never happen. That's what God says. Now, having given those two scriptures, there's a third one, but there's no sense. I don't, want to, I don't want to beat it to death. Let's go to some facts about what happened to us. Okay? Now, as we go to these facts, I want us to understand that what we've just read and what I just told you about these world events are not isolated occurrences. Therefore, our God is up to something. And if so, what is it? Now, when I was saying to you how delighted I am about you and for you, part of that is it has a joy in knowing that we are growing together and therefore, even for me, I received things from you that blesses me. Amen. Case in point. We're working on some things with the church structure that Pastor Charles champions. I gave him a heart. I said to him what I want to see accomplished. He went to work, put some things together, and gave them back to me. And I look and say, wow. Man. God really made you right. So, so what I'm saying, the joy is in having a son that you can feed, and in time, he feeds you back. Oh, you guys, you miss it. You miss it. You miss it. You miss it. If you think you have arrived and that you are the only depository of wisdom, I'm sorry to say, you are really a fool. As parents, let's use that. I'm I'm being deliberate, but I just want to make sure we get it right. As parents, you feed your kids, you send them to the right schools, and all of a sudden, they know more about technology that you need help. You need them to help you with. Is it just me? No. Oh, okay. Till this day, if I want to send a scan in my house, first, where are you? First, <laughs> please take the help me scan this to Revelation. Faith would do it and say, "Daddy, I showed you the last time." I said, "I know." <laughs> I said, "I know." That's why I sent you to school. (laughs) So in that sense, my investment in him is paying off. I said all of that to say this. I landed last night and Sammy sent me something. He said, Pastor, you need to see what New York Times said. And he sent me the link and I read it. I said, wow. I was challenged by it because I'm saying to myself, this is the role that the church should be playing, not the New York Times. Now, I'm going to give you a paraphrase of what they said because time will be too long if I had to read it for you. But in the meantime, give me that link so that if you want to read it yourself, you can have access to it. The link, please show it to me. There you go. That's the wrong one. Hmm? 
That's the right one? Margaret Thatcher says that's the right one. <laughs> Basically, the New York Times sent a letter to their readers and said to them, in paraphrase, we repent. They admitted that they were biased somewhat in their reporting. And that going forward, they make a commitment to rededicate themselves to professionalism, professional journalism, where they report the facts and let the people make their own decision. New York Times? Wow. You need to read the whole article. I read that and said, my goodness. How can a secular organization come to such a conclusion just shortly after an election and put that out there and say, listen, this is where we were. We were caught right-handed. We didn't expect this. And now they didn't use the word, we're sorry. But everything, they went around it upside down, up the, I mean, unless you are blind. Clearly an apology. And then, Pastor Tosin also sent me what she just shared with you in prayer. So I'm sent to you, you see, I, I may be your set man, but I don't have access to all the information. And I thank God for those of you who are sensitive enough to know what's going on in spite of your positions and to still give information that becomes very helpful in giving a message. She shared that with us this morning in prayer about the crisis, I mean, the Chinese definition of crisis. And I saw that again. I said, oh my God. How clear can God be speaking to us? Put that back on the screen for me this morning. Some of us are not here for prayer. The Chinese definition for crisis. Thank you. When written in Chinese, the, uh, please. Are you for Hillary or for Trump? Which one are you? <laughs> when written in Chinese, the word crisis is composed of two characters. One represents danger. And that's where we are right now. That's what... Guys, is the thing just doing that on his own? Father, we pray over this thing right now. In Jesus' name. And the other represents opportunity. Remember that. No matter what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what's taking place around you, remember, there will always be one side that says it's bad. But don't you know that it's in those bad seasons champions are raised? Yes. It's in the time and seasons when the economy is tanking that millionaires are made. But this is the thing. You can't have it both ways. You can be with the camp that's complaining, oh, we're in danger, it is bad, things are going down the tube, I don't know why this happened. You can keep on murmuring and you murmur for the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Nothing will change for you. 
Because you've chosen to see what God is doing from the outer court. But you can live from the throne room of God. Where you are seated together with him in the heavenly places. And you can say, God, yes. I've read in the scripture, Isaiah chapter 60. That darkness and gross darkness shall cover the earth. But in that same breath, you say, arise and shine. For the glory has come and the light of God has arisen. You have to make a choice. You can't be arising and murmuring at the same time. It's not possible. And that's the problem with us, the church. Now, quickly, let's go now to some of the facts. Thanks, thanks. You see, you notice that thing, it didn't blink again? Do you notice that? Don't miss that. Just take it off now. Of course, it cannot go away. Listen, I don't know about you. I know what I carry. I didn't know what I know now three months ago, six months ago, a year ago. But I'm telling you, the devil is in serious trouble. Because I'm not approaching the devil now as a preacher. No. That, That is too low. That don't even mean anything. What do you mean, preacher? You know how many preachers are there in the world? I know. Jesus I know. Who are you? I'm a child of the living God. You don't approach the devil and say I'm a preacher. You know how many preachers he has slain? How many preachers have bowed down their knees to to Baal? You know how many of them has compromised their DNA, their, their life, and mortgaged their future? But you tell him that I am the child of God and watch him quicken and shake. That's the language the devil understands. That's the language sickness understands. That's the language poverty understands. That's the language promotion understands. That's the language favor understands. When you use your legitimate ID as a child of God and let the devil know who you are, not because of what you have done, not because of what you've accomplished, not because of your performance, but because of your pedigree. The only thing that moves the devil is your pedigree. Hallelujah. I am a child of the most high God. Glory be to God. You think the Obama children needs a special introduction to enter and see their father? Hmm. You think there is a secret service on the face of this earth to you? Because I can't go through every living thing because I want you to go home. I don't want to give you an overdose. You know overdose kills people? <laughs> a medicine that is good for you. If you take an overdose of it, you die. So, instead of healing you, it kills you. And so, and so, what I'm saying is, I don't want to give you an overdose. All right. Let me hear the pertinent points. And, and this is important. Again, what I'm about to say is not a denunciation of any candidate. You've got to understand that. Please hear me. But in order for me to make some of these points, I may need to mention some things but it is not a repudiation 
or denunciation of any of the candidates. Now, Hillary Clinton got plenty of help from POTUS. POTUS means the President of the United States. And other household celebrators. Which if I was in her case, I'll do the same thing. You you got. Yeah, if I was in her case. Absolutely. I'm gonna use I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have I'm gonna get her from every angle I can get it from. Okay? However, in spite of that, Beyonce, JC, Lady Gaga. I don't know where, I don't know where the Papa Gaga is. I mean I say that. In spite of that, she could not overcome the enthusiasm gap. Now, the reason I'm mentioning this at all is because of the point I want to make. Whatever God has given you, dream, plan, business, idea, whatever it is God has given you, you may have people around you to support it, to encourage it, to, ins- to, to give to it, to push it. Thank you. Ultimately, though, you have got to give back to that baby yourself. Yes. I cannot send Ogachali to the, to the Baba to help cut my hair, to, to cut my hair for me. If I want my hair cut, I have to sit on the Baba's chair. I cannot delegate my own haircut to somebody else. No, you didn't hear me. Oh, yeah. I can delegate it. Every person or woman must give birth to their own babies. Yes, sir. You don't delegate that. Now, I understand that in humanity, you invite and involve, but I'm saying to you, the lesson God is showing us in all of this what God is saying to us in all of this is when it comes to those critical things that God has given you, nobody can make it happen but you. Yes, sir. No one. Listen, I know this firsthand. Years ago, when ministry started for us, years ago, God gave me an idea to sell audio cassette tapes, blank ones, to ministries to use that to fund I'll walk. So I said to myself, I'll pray, I'll study. But there was this guy in our church then, Tom. Remember him? Tom, this, this is no joke. I, I, I lied not in the Holy Ghost. Tom can package sand and sell it to you for $100. <laughs> Madam Pastor IBK. Oh, IBK. Tom will train IBK. <laughs> That's how good Tom was. So I said to Tom, listen, I'm ready for ministry. This is my plan. I want to sell cassette tapes. Please help me go sell it. And I gave him the list of... He knocked on doors, called pastors. Three months I was starving because nothing was happening. Nothing. He did not get one sale of one cassette. And then prayer God said to me, bank, you are delegating your bathing. You are the one that's pregnant. Nobody's can give birth to your own baby. I got on the phone and began to call those pastors. Every last one of them that turned Tom down bought from me. 
Not only did they buy from me, they, 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 because mine was higher. I was more expensive than everybody else. They said to their departments, I don't care how cheap you find in the market, buy only from bank. No joke. Honey, do you remember that? So, Pastor Dollar, Pastor Woody Walker, Wayne Thompson, call it Gumby, all of these big time ministries, they were bankers from me for the express purpose of supporting missions. Before I did it on my own, I delegated it and nothing happened. So what is it that God has given you? That you've delegated. And God is saying, you, that is a law we, we should be able to change in one month. That is what I'm talking about, political advocacy. It's neither Republican nor Democrat. It's just common sense. How can you enlist my child at 18 to carry a gun, send him to Afghanistan? He may never return. But the child is too young to fight for experience as U.S. citizens. Foolishness! Insanity! And yet we are sending these jokers Every two years, every four years to go and represent what? And they become professional politicians. What gives a John McCain the right to become the only senator from Arizona? And Nancy Pelosi, the only one from California. For years! Ever since I've been in this country. (laughs) Are they the only people in their states that love the constituency of their states. No. Something is wrong with us as a church. It's not about Republican or Democrat. It's just common sense. That's why those guys go there and do absolutely nothing. But when a man knows he has only two terms to serve. Absolutely. Let's pray. Because if, if I continue, I won't finish. Are you ready to pray? Father, I delivered your word as simply as I could. But I also acknowledge my own humanity. Therefore, Holy Spirit, what I did not say or even what I may have said, I'm asking you Cause the seed of your word to take hold in us. So we are not acting like mere men. We are new creations in Christ Jesus. Created after God in true holiness and righteousness. Therefore our choice always must be your righteousness. Not my desire. Not what I want. But what you want. That's what your son demonstrated to us in the garden. In pain, in agony. He said, is it possible, Father, that this court may pass over? He said, however, not my will, but let your will be done. And so, Father, as a body, we pray that your will will be done in the United States, in Korea, in Colombia, in England, all over the world, that the body of Christ will awaken to her role as a child of God and speak from that throne room in the name of Jesus. But not only speaking, but we are living from the throne room of God. Yes. In spite of how we feel. Yes. Or do not feel for that matter. Yes. 
Thank you, Father. And Lord Jesus, we pray that you will minister your comfort to Hillary Clinton in a hard work in running for this election. God, that you comfort her in every way as only you can. Because really, God, she's your child. And therefore, Lord, we thank you for that. And for the president-elect, God, that this man will understand that the role in which you've put him is beyond anything else he has ever done. And that he's not sitting in this office because of his own merit or his deservedness. No. That you recognize your hand that he has been chosen for such a time as this. And therefore God that he will surround himself with wise counsel. You said in his multitude of counsel there's safety. So Lord we pray for men and women who are not just yes men and yes women. Men and women with strong conviction who loves you, who honors you that you surround him with them. And God that together with the church taking her place we will reshape the destiny of this nation. That America will not go to hell. That America will be prosperous. That America will be blessed. That America will be peaceful. That America will offer opportunities regardless of race, creed, or color. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for what you're doing in this country. We honor you. We bless you now, Lord. In Jesus' name.